Hello again, welcome to Faith, Family, and Politics. I'm your host, Joshua Cummins. There's a button to push. Cam, there's a button to push. We're going to have a really big show today. That's right. Uh, our, that's our good friend Louie on recording there. <laughs> <laughs> Cam will catch up sooner or later, won't he, Sterling? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> the lights of Broadway have hit him, so he's used to being on this side of the camera now. Start him. So Cam wants to be in front of the camera, not behind it. Well, he, he he does get the ladies. I tell you, he does get the he's he's blushing Ooh. over there. He does get the he turns he just turned as red as this microphone. Uh, for your audio listeners, it's it's very red microphone. Yes. <laughs> very red. You might say it's even MAGA. Um, <laughs> yeah, ultra or, or, um, MAGA. Ultra yeah, ultra, ultra MAGA. MAGA. Yeah, come on, it's, it's an extremist We've threat. Like me. <laughs> I guess that makes me the Green Party. <laughs> oh gosh, I hope not. <laughs> Um, so yeah, as uh, the the video uh, uh, viewers, <laughs> I guess, and listeners too, because I guess you're listening while you're watching, probably. Um, I hope so. You see that Louis's not here with us this week. Uh, do have him in your prayers. He did injure himself. He's he's hurt his arm, and um, yeah, he's uh, he's trying to recover. So sitting in for him this week, we have our perfect producer, uh, and th- and that's th- th- this is why this this is why. Uh, Buttons are getting hit late and off off time is because he's on this side of the camera, folks. Uh, Sterling Metcalf Allen. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here, Josh. Glad to be here. <laughs> Cameron, uh, you all right? <laughs> he's gonna, leaving. He's just like, oh no, I I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, across from Sterling, uh, uh, returning, uh, and he's been on the most episodes of, of any guest uh, uh, as far as I can remember. Uh, my father, Gary Moore. Great to be here. Thank you for just joining us. Just love to see the crowds. Just they're they're beautiful, beautiful they, people, beautiful people. They never turn the cameras around. I know. I know. They never. <laughs> beautiful people. I love them. We've got the wave going over there. It's a great thing. They're the, fake news. Oh, yes, absolutely <laughs> fake news. And and Cam's trying to control them, but Cam's Cam's doing a great job. Cam, whatever Josh is paying you, tell him to double it. <laughs> He's like, that's exactly zero. So <laughs> double zero. Yay. Just think you're on the ground floor of something ginormous. And think that this show still gets more viewers than CNN, the Clinton News <laughs> Network. <Yes. laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not hard to do, though, Josh. Let's <laughs> be honest. All right. We, we pass low hurdles. I get it. <laughs> on our way. And uh, bringing the message this week, we love to have her, and she's she's back again this week to bring a, a lovely message from what I understand. And uh, her name is Crystal Rosati. 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 <laughs> I got a guy. He's not this kind of guy, but he's got a guy. <laughs> she's exactly. got a guy. Exactly. Hi, yeah, he's actually sitting right over there. Yes. Yeah. Wave it to the husband. My guy's here tonight as our audience. <laughs> if, you, if you shout, they can hear you. If you yes. shout, they can hear you on the... Shout. There we go. Yes. Right. <laughs> that showed up on the audio levels. A resident owl, actually. <laughs> hey, I brought my own audience, okay? <laughs> hey, we appreciate it. Um, somebody's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, so just before we kick off into the message, a prayer over the message first, um, I do want to say, make, do make sure that you're uh, subscribed to this channel or following it, whatever wherever you're viewing it at or listening to it at. Uh, and turn on that notification bell or, or how, you know, whatever 
social media you're on. Comment, uh, comment, 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 and comment. And you've got to do that. It's comment, not comment. comment. Yeah, it's not <laughs> Haley's comment. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you can write comment into the comment section, glory be to the Lord. Yeah. We've got a victory. The algorithms will pick it up and run with it. And we like your hate mail, too. Yeah. Because that means you're still watching. So thank you for being a uh, fan. We enjoy it. I had to. I responded to a few of them this week, Crystal. It was quite, it's quite fun. Uh, have to check that out, Josh. Um, I, I did on our uh, parent group social media too. It, it can be fun sometimes. Yeah, I was. I was just telling like something really positive, like thank you for being a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for watching. Mm-hmm. You're just furthering the algorithm, so mm-hmm. our reach goes further. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. um, but yeah, so make sure that you're subscribed, following, all that good stuff, and uh, and. Since you're here, Dad, I'll go ahead and make sure that they're also subscribed to your channel, More on the More. Um, he's regularly getting on there, doing um, the Lord's work and preaching from the Bible on there. Uh, is that is that still pretty got, much the, uh, of the channel right yeah, now? Yeah, right now. I've still got about uh, half a dozen episodes that will be uh, more audio um, because we've church service has uh, we've stopped doing the video recordings, so, but I've got audio recordings. I just got to get them, got to get something visual to make the masses happy that uh, keep track of my channel. I don't know what that'll be. You know, maybe a couple of pictures of largemouth bass. Look at the big mouth. <laughs> hey, it works, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, get get the Lord's work going. It says, we're going fishing, boys. Here you go. And now we're in the book of John. Yeah, because that is the plans this summer is to get out and, yes. and yeah. uh, do some fishing and, and record some episodes for, for my dad's show. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it from shore. I'll be I'll be filming from shore because I don't, <laughs> I don't care for the boat too much <laughs> or the water or handling the fish. <laughs> or worming the hook. No, actually, or... I quite enjoy killing the worms on the hook. I, oh, I, okay. I think it's a... <laughs> That's like the one thing I really like about it. <laughs> hey, listen, they're fine. Once you remove the dirt that's on the inside, it's good eating. Oh. <laughs> protein, I guess. Yeah. Simple, well, simple proteins, yes. Right up there All with right. the bugs we're supposed to eat, right? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, uh, so we don't throw Cameron off any further. <laughs> what is the title of your message, Miss Crystal? The title tonight is, It's Not Too Late Until It Is. Cameron, there he is. Fantastic. There we go. All right. <laughs> He's off on the cues. He's off. But we, but we, we, we like it. It still worked. Yes. <laughs> Making for a fun show. Um, hey, he's he's still doing better than uh, Ryan. Ryan. Ryan, I know, I know, he'll comment now. Make him. <laughs> oh. He tries. He, he tries. He tries, and that's that's the critical part. <laughs> <laughs> trying to count how many times Ryan's Ryan is. Countdown. Oh, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have we. You know, we love you, Ryan. We love you. <laughs> we do. We do love him. He's a good kid. But when he, when he sits over in the producer's chair and does countdown, he's like, he looks at his hand while he's trying to <laughs> you need hold it cue up. cards for him. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, anybody but Ryan, do the countdown, please. <laughs> he's a great guy. Somebody from preschool. Uh, so, Cam, you're a step above that, see? Yeah. <laughs> you're two yeah. steps above. He's, uh, two he's, steps uh, above. He's saying thank you, I think, in sign language. I think that's what that means. He's the one holding the cue cards. Oh. He's holding a cue card. Oh, that's what he was I, miming. What, uh, no, let's see. Is that thank you? 
This is thank you. Yeah, we should thank you for hand from the mouth. Yes. Yes. Um, so yes. Now that we're so far <laughs> removed from getting the word sent forth, let's have a word of prayer. We gotta have fun. I gotta reel. I gotta reel the host back in now. See, Sterling, you're not in the producer chair, so we can't really mend so correct. That's why you're here. Thank you. Prayer. <laughs> um. Thank you, Lord, for uh, giving us this chance to get together and do another episode of this um, show that uh, means so much to all of us, I think, and um, hopefully our listeners and and viewers. And uh, hopefully your word uh, gets out there and reaches as many hearts uh, as uh, as Facebook will allow us to have and and YouTube and, um, well, certainly Rumble because they, like, uh, give us free speech and stuff. (laughs) In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, I'm going to kick us off. Yes, ma'am. All right, um, I want to start with Genesis 13, 12, and 13. Um, in the Word of God, it says, Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent toward Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. So that sets the tone for the whole rest of what we're going to talk about. <clears throat> Excuse me. Obviously, Sodom was a wicked city. Um, Abraham and Lot were brothers, and God split them. Um, And Lot chose Sodom, the wicked city, to move to, basically. Um, I don't think at the time it was wicked, maybe, but, you know, over time it became that way. So then we're going to jump to Genesis 19, 1 through 29. And there came two angels to Sodom at even, and Lot sat at the gate of Sodom. And Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Behold now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, and you shall rise up early and go on your way. And they said, Nay, meaning no, but we will abide in the street all night. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him and entered into his house. So some of the things I was thinking about these verses are Lot argued with the angels and they ended up changing their mind. Um, It's interesting because then you look at the story of Jacob who wrestled with God and he got an infirmity in his leg, but he still got what he was asking for. God conceded to that. So to me, this is bringing up the fact that we can actually take the liberty to Ask God for something even after he says no, and he will reconsider it as long as it's something, you know, of value to his glory. Um, people do say you shouldn't question God, but yet here we have two examples in the Old Testament, and I'm sure there's more, where people did actually do the equivalent of questioning God, and he changed his mind. Moses is a good example of that one. Yeah. And how many times do we do that? Do we live in the, the way of don't question God and we and we stay with that? What could we possibly achieve if we actually did have a heart that was right with God, asking for something good, and even if he says no, we push back? What could be revealed from that in our lives? Um. <clears throat> Another thing, um, we're going to go on back to the verse in the scriptures. Um, But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house around, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came into thee this night? Bring them out to us that we may know them. 
So when they say know them, they're speaking sexually. Yeah. You know that, sensually. Um, I want you to notice how they ask for the men. Um, and are we living in times like that now? Oh, yeah. We're seeing a lot of the homosexuality movement growing significantly in our culture. Um, yeah, and generation over generation, it's actually the percentage rates go up yeah. every generation. Yeah, but only recent history. Yeah. Basically, when it started becoming mainstream, now we've got to jump 20%, I think it is, in, in kids Yeah. that are identifying that way. So we're basically surrounded by the influences from social media, television, um, all these different things, and they're influencing our culture towards sin. We're just going to call it what it is. Um, <clears throat> they surrounded his house, screaming at him, pounding on the door, trying to get in. And I was thinking about this before, saying, well, we're not really yet in the days of Lot. Because we don't have people at our front door and we have to lock ourselves in. But then it occurred to me, we do have people in our homes doing that now. Television, social media, phones, tablets, computer systems. We're in the days of Lot. It's just, they're not outside our house trying to get in. They're already in. Yeah. Carry it around in your pocket. Exactly. So we are in that state. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, as far as television, television, you have channels, <laughs> you have programming. Yeah, we've talked about this yeah. in the past for sure, yeah. Right. So, you know, we're being influenced all the way around. And what are we doing? My, my concern is also for the kids. What are we doing to protect our kids in our home? So let's look at what Lot did. Lot went out the door unto them and shut the door after him and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Behold, I have two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out to you and do you to them what is good in your own eyes. What did Satan always say? Do what's good in your own eyes. What, what does the church of Satan say? Do as thou wilt. Yeah. Same thing. Um, only unto these men do nothing. For therefore they came under the shadow of my roof, and they said, Stand back. And they said again, This one fellow came out to sojourn, and he will needs be a judge. Now we will deal worse with him than with them. So what are they saying here? He went outside his house to protect his family and the angels that were staying with him. He took it upon himself to step outside into that crowd that was screaming and pounding at the door and trying to get him and his his household um, to protect them. And what did they say to him? We're going to deal worse with you now yeah. than we would with them. Okay, so they were talking about Lot. They were intending to do harm to him. Um, how many men nowadays would do that? Try to stand up and protect their home. There's not a, there's not a lot of them uh, around anymore, unfortunately. I know. But, um, they've been softened. Yep. Uh, or <laughs> even, or even uh, turned uh, different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have a lot of men standing up nowadays. I'm just going to say we do. I, I work with a parent group. We do events, 
every time a handful of men are there, all the rest are females fighting for the kids. We had a rally at the state house. We only had two pastors show up. Where are the pastors? I mean, when people don't protect their own kids in their own home, somebody's got to step in and do it. Yeah. So. It's, uh, too many of them are running and hiding now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's why we put together something like this, because we're, we're wanting to do our part and make sure that we they know, like, it's okay to be a man. It's okay to be masculine. It's okay to protect and provide for your home. Exactly. Now they want to call it toxic masculinity. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I like masculinity myself. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, and when Lot was outside the house and he made himself known, obviously they targeted him. They intended to treat him worse than what they had intended for those inside his home. So let's go back to the scripture and, and look at it some more. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. But the men, meaning the angels, put forth their hand and pulled him into the house to them and shut the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. Some thoughts on this. Um, obviously, they attacked Lot tried to break down the door. The angels actually pulled him back in and shut the door and then caused those outside to be blinded. And to me, the moral is God will always protect us from those who seek to destroy us. We may suffer some consequences, as Lot did, but we won't be destroyed. Yeah. Um, I battle with that concept myself a little bit because we do have Coptic Christians in Egypt being killed. They're Christians, and they're suffering a lot more than we are. Oh, yeah. And they're dying. And some people would say, where's God in that, right? Um, but this world is just an evil place. Yeah. And I think <clears throat> even in situations like that, it's our relationship with God that matters. And so even if we're being persecuted physically or emotionally or socially, as long as our eyes are on God— and on things above and not things of the earth, then that's his protection for us. Um, what, any comments on that? I was gonna say, you also got to think about, like, the battle on the home front. I mean, you you can only uh, – Alan has brought this up in the past, where you can only take care of what your arms can reach out to. So I, I wouldn't take it so hard that you can't do much about what's going on over in Egypt or over in China. Um and the persecution of the Christians around the world. I mean, if, if we've got a few dollars and you can give towards an organization that goes to try to, to help either get them out or, or get them pages of the Bible or however, you know, whatever, uh, you can help that way, but you only can do so much. Realistically, if we share their story and their plight and let them know, here's, you want to claim that it's the Christian that is the problem. Here's what they're doing to the Christian. Mm -hmm. Here's the truth. Voice of the martyrs, a good magazine, good book. Um, they run through and, uh, they're not a sponsor of this show and they, I don't know how they feel about our show. I don't even know if any of them watch, but what they're putting out is kind of letting people know, Hey, listen, we've got it easy here. This is what's going on that the news isn't talking about. Here's, here's pastors that are being persecuted just for 
trying to love their family. And in some cases, they're destroying home churches. Not, not you know, they're not, not the church down at the corner, a home church where people are showing up at a home and they're going into the basement and or an apartment and they're they're persecuting these people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these people, it's not, you know, a lot of times when they pray or uh, someone asks, you know, how, how can we pray? How can we help? And it's like, you know, let others know. Just, just we, right we already word. know where our victory is and it, it's on its way. And, and things we, are even happening in Canada as yes. well. Yeah. I mean, pastors are, are being pulled from their pulpits in Canada because they're, it's seen as a, a hate crime because the, the, they're, they're calling it hate speech. And, uh, and, and you ask, try to ask them the question, define hate speech, define it, yeah. narrow it down so that I can under, pretend I'm stupid and I don't understand, speak slowly. And they don't have an explanation for it. No, they don't. They don't. It's just, it's, just, it's whatever they deem. It doesn't fit my view. So since your view doesn't fit mine, then you're the liar, not me. They do that with changing the definitions all the time too of words yeah. and things that we've always known. But this brings an interesting concept up that I just thought about now. So Lot was protecting his own home, not his neighbors. Yeah. Canada's our neighbor. And to your point, you protect what you have, right? Yep. Um, but my fear is, <laughs> what would have happened if Lot didn't go out there? What would have happened if he just gave up, sent the guys out? You know, that's what we're doing in our culture in America right now. We're yep. just going, oh, well, God will take care of it. Yeah, staying complacent. It doesn't it's get anything no, done. No, no, no. complacent. If you're not sharing <laughs> what you have, then then you're no different. So in the end, it's, it's, it's for us to speak out, speak boldly about what we have for truth. And by all means, the only way you can do that is getting into the Word, studying the Word, and being confident with the Word. Right. And that also goes with prayer. Prayer and supplication and fasting. Um, Jesus said uh, demons, demons like the one that he had pulled out of the young man whose father said, uh, help my unbelief. I believe, but help my unbelief. Was that uh, Capernaum? Um, no. Um, this was a, it was, it was the young man that Jesus healed after he had come off of the Mount of Transfiguration. By the sea or not? Um, no, he was up. Uh, G- uh, Jesus was up on the Mount of uh, Transfiguration. I'm not sure. It could have been by one of the seas. He did quite a bit near the Sea of Galilee, um, mm-hmm. but I would have to. Yeah. We'll circle back. We I'll have to. I'll have to. I'll have to circle back with that one there, Bob. <laughs> Just wait for it. We'll have it. We'll have it in the next episode. That Just being, remind us. That being said, though, I think I think it is time. Uh, Again, going back to this show being created, it, it, it is time for, at least in this instance, for us to start stepping out in that faith just like Lot did in that instance and start fighting for our homes, mm-hmm. start fighting for our families, mm-hmm. uh, start fighting for our rights because exactly. God, God gave us those rights yes. and, and no man should be able to take them away. Right. Uh, that's why you have, uh, in this country, you got the right to bear arms so that you can say, nope, you're not taking it. And there's right. enough of us. There's more of us than them, right, Dad? We, yes, we left. We left the old country to get away from tyranny, mm-hmm. and what do we see is taking place? Tyranny. Mm-hmm. And how do you start to solve the tyranny problem? Rise up. You 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 tell the masses guns are a problem, so let's take those from you. We can protect you if you've got a 
a brain. And everyone does. That's the beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Everyone has a brain. Logic tells you that when someone says, don't worry, the government's here to help, you've just been lied to. According to Ronald Reagan, those are the worst words that have ever been yes. spoken in the English language. Hi, we're from the government. We're here to help. Here to help. <laughs> and when, when you look at Christians, and this is where a lot of socialism try to say, well, you know, Christians are socialists. What the Christians did is they helped their own. That's right. To, to rise up, stand up, and keep them going because society was basically looking at once they found out you were a Christian, they were taking from you what was yours and said it now is a ward of the state, so to speak. Yep. Do you remember the parable of the brides? Yes. Right? Waiting on the bridegroom. There were different sets of them. Yeah. One of them was always prepared because in in the Galilean tradition you never knew when the bridegroom was going to show up for the bride right so they were prepared at all times there was another group that didn't prepare and when the bridegroom came to get the bride the ones that were prepared were ready for the wedding the other ones wanted them to give them oil for their lamps to be prepared for the wedding and the answer was no basically go buy some yourself yeah you should have been better prepared exactly um, and that's what we're dealing with, I feel like. Um, com- completely, yes. Um, uh, I, I felt like a perfect spot to put in like one of those, uh, get one of those ready-eat meal. <laughs> At least we don't have any sponsors <laughs> like that yet, but <laughs> hopefully right. hopefully we get one of those sponsors so they're going to be the perfect spot to put one of those in there. <laughs> nice segue. Yeah. Remember a segue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so back, getting back to the scripture, the next part says, And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou any here besides? son-in-law, thy sons, thy daughters, and whoever thou hast in the city, not in his house, but in the city, bring them out of this place, for we will destroy this place because the Lord has sent us to destroy it. So what's, what are we talking about here? They were The angels were telling Lot, gather all your friends and family together. We're going to destroy the city. Yeah, sound the bullhorn, right? Yeah. Oddly enough that uh, this... Sounds very familiar to what took place with Rahab and with the mm-hmm. um, two spies that went in to search out Jericho. Um, it was really simple. It's like, okay, everyone that's in the house, as long as you got that ribbon there and everyone that's in your house will be saved. Passover if, too. Yeah. If, if they're outside, mm-hmm. that's on you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we've got here, it's like everyone that's important to you, gather, gather your... Gather your group together. Grab your posse. Get your 12 tight. Yeah. <laughs> and make sure it's all right. And get on out the door. Yep. For sure. Yep. I'm glad we had time to rhyme today. I know. Right? Absolutely. It's going to turn into a rap show. My Forget salute this. to uh, <laughs> my salute to Dr. Seuss. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. He's my wicked cane go. <laughs> um, oh, goodness. Okay, so then... It, it was Harley 30. Oh. It's time to ride, boys. <laughs> the storm is coming. Cellular device was alarming. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so again, they were, he, they were telling him, go gather your people together. You're 12 tied, if you will. Um, I find that an interesting concept, by the way. Jesus had 12 apostles, and they were his 12 tight, and he really didn't associate with a lot of people outside of that. 
He didn't chase people. He didn't try to befriend everybody. He kept his group together, and he just taught and moved on. Um, yeah, so but, if you're listening, you're our 12 type. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's a lot more than 12. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so then, then the scripture says, And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law and said, uh, Get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy the city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. Now, what does this mean? He sounded stupid. They thought he was being stupid. He was trying to warn them, but they thought he was just being dumb. So do we have the same circumstances now? To a degree, yes, we do. Um, the, the problem here is Lot had moved into a, a – he moved into the den of sin, mm-hmm. and he was partying with this crowd. And if you're sitting at the table – uh, whether you're smoking the dope, but if you're rolling the joint, <laughs> just because you can roll a tight fatty doesn't, right. <laughs> doesn't mean you should. Right. Yes, doesn't mean you should. But um, but yeah, no, he he's sitting there. He's sitting there doing all of this. Sterling's like, I have no idea what this is. I don't, I don't know where this is going, I'm but someone's going to appreciate this. I'm looking at our audience over here. Look at this. Yeah, he's, he's doing the wave again. Yes. Yes. He, he's like, he's on it. Wave. <laughs> Yes. You should be here every week. Yes. You're just making me so happy. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's it's real simple. If you want to sit at the bar and hold your shot of whiskey, you're still holding a shot of whiskey. If you're telling all the dirty jokes, and we're not talking about the dirtiest, the dirtiest. You've heard that one, right? No. No, have you ever? A little boy fell in a mud hole. He got dirty. That's the dirtiest joke. Okay. So now you've heard the dirtiest <laughs> joke in the world. Thanks for sharing. Little boy fell in the mud hole. <laughs> well, then he got cleaned up, and then it was a yeah. clean joke. Yes, and then it was a clean joke. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll make my own sound yeah. effects because yeah. there's not a second chair. Because <laughs> the, the great producer is working hard and diligent. Yeah. Uh, but y- you've got him. Good job, Cam. He's hanging out. And he's acting just as crazy and stupid. He may not be committing the sin, but he hasn't been going through and saying, you know, the Lord kind of has a plan, and this isn't it. He's not doing anything. He's partying and hanging out with them and doing He's not. He whether or not he commits the sin, he's condoning the sin. Well, and, and that's what we got going on in society today. So many people are condoning the sin. Well, just do whatever feels good. It's okay, Sterling. You can. I'm not saying you're going to commit it, but, yeah. you know, let's just roll with it today. And okay. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> Gary said I could party. <laughs> just a few buds with the neighbors and I'll be back. I'll be back. I think we all do that to some degree. Yes. Because we're human and we live in this society and, and in the world. And the Bible says that not to you're, be... You're in the world, but You're don't in be it, part but don't of be it. of it. Yeah, and and I think we all struggle with that. And but it does bring a good point when you're when you've got one foot in the water, you're still in the water. Yeah, and you have a danger of falling in, and that's where it becomes a problem, right? Absolutely. Um, it, it becomes dangerous. We just don't see it. We're too stupid to see where it's going to lead to. I used to tell my son, "Don't try anything you're not willing to become addicted to." Because anything can be addictive. Yeah. People can be addictive. Chocolate can be addictive. If you have a tendency to have an addict personality, 
or a, a persuasion towards that, anything can become an, an, an addiction. So don't ever try anything you're not willing to become addicted to. Except for food. It's, it's going to happen. I, I'm addicted dude, to I'm food. Dude, I'm already addicted to that. <laughs> <laughs> we had like, Taco Bell tonight. <laughs> I feel like it's, um, it's kind of a witness thing, too. So speaking on Lot's behalf, if he was in, yeah. as he was in this city, his witness was not great. So him talking to somebody then makes him hypocritical. Right. Absolutely. So who's going to believe him? And that's that's modern-day Christianity as well. Yes. Because right. we're like, hey, don't, don't. And, but we're still, you've got certain certain pastors and certain support groups, certain whatever, that are kind of one foot in the water on both sides. Mm-hmm. And then there's just no yeah. What's the Bible no say about that? They don't have any stability, so they're going to blow with the wind. Yeah, it was the warm, lukewarm, and yeah. or hot or whatever. Yeah. 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 Hot or cold, not lukewarm. I'll That's just spit it. you out. Yeah. Um, Joshua Joshua put it best. I mean, drew the line in the sand and says, if, if you're over here with me, you're with God. If not, well, hey. Not this one, the one that's in the sixth book of the Bible. Yeah. Absolutely. Just to clarify. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) One of my favorite lines is if you're not, good luck with that. Let me know how it turns out for you. Yeah. Because then it's a nice way of saying it, or you could be sarcastic. People can't tell. You can wash your hands of it and walk away. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Tact, right? Definitely. All right, so um, in getting back to the scripture, the next verse says, And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and two daughters which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. So what are we saying here? The angels prompted Lot for the timing to leave. Mm -hmm. Um, What if he hadn't listened to the prompting? I don't know, but something just, something, yes, yes, (laughs) a, a cherry bomb just went off. I'd, and it's it's delayed. It's, it was a slow working fuse. Okay, it's a week okay. like that for all of us. Yeah, yeah. we'll get to that in the family portion. Lot went and talked to his son in laws, mm-hmm. but he said he had two daughters that never knew man mm-hmm. that he was willing to send out. To. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how many daughters did Lot have? Four. He, he said At least he, four. Oh. And he said that he had two that didn't know man, but that doesn't mean that the other the other ones didn't uh, get around. <laughs> hey, it, it only identifies I have. He says I have two daughters that have never known man. Yeah, but he's got two son in laws that looked at him stupid. But they weren't in his household, so they lived elsewhere, yeah. which tells me there's four at minimum. A minimum. Yeah. Oh, it could have been like off and married already and had yeah, their own yeah, little yeah. Uh, homesteads. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing so. But notice they didn't come. Yeah. Now, that brings up another dynamic. In the world today, we're going to be warning people we're doing it all the time. There like right gonna, now. Yes. 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 <laughs> there are going to be people that aren't going to listen and heed it, and they're going to mock us, and they're not going to come. Family may do that. Mm-hmm. Are you prepared for that? Oh, it already happens. Are you prepared to walk away from it? That's the question. We experienced that already, don't we, Dad? Yeah, I have too. It, it's and that that's that's tough. It you you desire to see them understand it and follow it, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, I mean, it's sin is easy to be. Sin is easy to do. Yeah, but to to step away from it, it's the hardest thing in the world. Yeah. But it can be the easiest thing. For me, it comes About down to words. it comes down to when Jesus said, and I'm paraphrasing, 
um, something to the effect of your love for me should make it appear like you hate your family, meaning you should love me that much more. And I personally have had to make that choice in my life um, with some family. So you, you just need to know that if you're on the path to, you know, trying to warn people what's coming and witness to people and try to get them to accept Christ, there are going to be points in time where you may have to let them go to themselves, like just let them go and go on your own way and cut that and sever that tie. And it's never happy. It's never a, a joyful thing to do, but God is great. And we continue to pray to restore that. Um, Okay, and then this is really long. I'm sorry, Josh. <laughs> no, no worries. I don't, I don't even know where we're at on time. Where are we at on time? Okay, got a few more minutes. Yeah. Okay, um, so then I'm just going to highlight some more stuff, and I'll just run through it because there's a lot more to talk about in this particular story. We'll call this part one. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm going to skip on and go to the end. So moral of the story is Lot took off with his wife, and his daughters that lived with them, and left the city. They had, it sounds to me like Lot wanted to go to the plain, but the angels told him to go to the mountain. They didn't tell him why. They just said there's going to be destruction. He didn't know what that destruction was going to be. But he ended up going to the mountain, and the plain was destroyed along with the cities. We know his wife turned around and looked back. That's a whole nother dynamic to this story. And when she did, God turned her to a pillar of salt because the angels told him, don't look back. Um, so we need to be thinking about that in terms of our life. But I'm going to skip to my thoughts on the whole story. Um, society has become vile, just like in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. Judgment from God is imminent and urgently coming. Um and one could argue that it's even already started in our country. Mm-hmm. We have so many worldly and ungodly things, not just knocking at our door, but actually inside of our homes. So how can we protect our families from the people screaming at us and entering our homes? Um, in Genesis fifteen six, it says, Abraham believed in the Lord and he counted it to him for righteousness. What's the key? Belief. Mm -hmm. Um, Are we believing in the Lord and are we trusting him for grace and mercy? Are we serving him? It's not too late until it is, and we don't know when that is. So we need to be living our lives in a way that will definitely give us, you know, an idea about what our family and friends are going to be like. Um, we need to be witnessing to them. We need to be willing to be alone. Lot was alone. His family was alone in the city. Um, we need to be willing to do that for Christ. So, definitely. You know, um, stepping out in faith like that, and 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 with all that happening to Lot, I think I think he still believe that God had his back, right? Because, I, mean, I mean, you're face-to-face with some angels. I would hope so. Right. Right. Uh, um, and the fact is, even if he was living there and, and having this, look at how much God loved him. Still, to send the angels to warn him, yeah. to protect him. And when 
you know, I, I kind of think it was a test when they said they were going to stay in the city overnight. And, and he said, no, come to my house. He was also protective of them. And I, I just feel like that was a little bit of a test on God's part to see what he would do there. Yeah, it I just shows that he wasn't, he wasn't completely vile. Right. Because he had went through with Abraham and went through and kind of set up the deal. It's like, hey, what if there's 50, 150, 20, mm-hmm. 25, um, 10 mm-hmm. that are righteous? And he's, you know, basically working it down to how many family members does Lot have? Right. Okay, that'll be my last spot. Mm-hmm. So in the end, I mean, literally part of what was taking place, Lot didn't forget how good he had it with Moses, or not Moses, with uh, Abram. But at the same time, he had let his surroundings speak louder. Mm-hmm. That white noise was was very uh, um, outstanding to him at, through his life. But to see that God is willing to, it's like, okay, I'm going to give you this last opportunity to man up. Let's see how much of what you've learned from Abram and your your fathers mm-hmm. and go from there. The other angle to me is I'm sure that his son-in-laws and daughters who lived abroad outside of the home may not have been totally pure either. Oh no! Living they, in that environment, they were. I'm sure they were participants. Yeah. Um. But look, they were what, all about the party. Yeah. But look what God did there. He told Lot, "Go get them." So I, I look at this and I go, "Man, the the role of a man is powerful under God," and I think so many men don't realize how powerful it is. I w- I I would love to see men manly again yeah stand up protective of families it doesn't insult females they've that's a big lie definitely shouldn't it's a big lie i tell people you know this isn't my first marriage and i had some bad ones before um the bible says (laughs) women submit to your husbands but that follows the verse where men are to love their wives like christ loved the church and gave himself for it yes i can tell you if you're a man like that women like me strong independent females we cower to that we want that leadership we come across as strong ask my husband <laughs> um but in the end we really do want that we want nodding yes so it was just yeah. way. <laughs> well and, and in my case like at work i have to lead a lot of stuff i'm you know constantly the a personality type a personality at work and managing stuff and managing initiatives and getting people fired up and blah blah blah. last thing i want to do when i'm at home is do that yeah i want somebody to take care of me for a day you know what i mean so there's a definite benefit to that as well yeah and i think uh i think we've got one or two ways that things are i think we're in a we're at we're at an impasse right now because things are are on a on a teeter and it's going to go one of two directions. The young people uh, of today are going to just fall in line and everything's going to topple. Or there could be this this other thing, like what was happening, I think it was, it was like Kentucky. Asbury. Yeah. And we start to see this uh, shift. shift where the young people are just tired mm-hmm. of, when, when they realize that there are more of them, that's you and all the people you know that feel this way 
There are more of us than there are of them that believe in God, that believe in family values. That tide is potential for has a, a huge potential for turning yeah. in this country, going back to the the roots of what uh, our, our forefathers would have wanted for us uh, as a country, and going back to what God wants for this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that those those standards that 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 he is in everything once again, and I think that this young generation, if they just open their ears, they'll hear that God's speaking to them, and He wants them to do this movement and change and bring back the culture to the the way things should be and the way that they know it should be. Yeah, um, that you're you're told constantly. That's what they want you to believe that you're the minority, hanging at the door. Exactly. Even at you constantly through, or even inside your house through the media that you have, constantly beating you up and telling you what to do and what it should be, and and even to we talked about this before, girls liking pink and dolls and boys like trucks and blue. That didn't come from God. No, that was marketing. That's that's society telling you that, and now they're using it to convince you that you're not the right gender. It's that's not godly. That is the world creating the problem and the world giving you a false solution to the problem. It's all that boils down to. But I'm with you. I think our youth have an opportunity, and I think it's moving that direction um, because they are tired, from what I'm seeing, of all the bombardment of negativity from everywhere. They're, hard, they're tired of hearing from my generation, millennials. They're tired of hearing from Gen Z, <laughs> also, um, <laughs> uh, 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 and they're shout. They're trying to shout down this these younger kids. There's there are more of them, and I really do believe that that's that's where you're going to see the tide turn. I I have faith that God has is has uh, moved uh, moved with them and moved in with them, and and he, they're about to step out into faith, and things are about to change in this country. Like we've never even seen before, like a real Jesus revolution. I know we watched that film here recently, Dad, and um, fantastic film, by the way. If you guys haven't seen it, go go watch Jesus Revolution. But I think it's about to happen where it's bigger than it's ever been before in this country. We've got a generation that wants to know truth, Mm -hmm. and they want to find that, that level of enlightenment. And that that's what was taking place back in the sixties. Um, because there was the argument, the government is doing all this wrong. Um, society's doing all this wrong. I just want to end the chaos and the argument. How do I fix that? You got one of two ways, Jesus or the highway and with the highway runs to drugs and you can only run that highway for so long till you come to the impasse that's called overdose. You do that enough times. One of two things is going to take place. You're either going to get the help and you're going to find Jesus that way or you die. You might find an eternity that's separate from God. Yes, and that's that. that's that's right now. That's where so many people are at, and that's why this show exists is to to kind of uh, give a a different view to what needs to be done, what needs to be said, and to to open the mind. I mean, the Matrix said um, we want to free your mind. Mm-hmm. And we I, don't I, want to leave you locked in. And I want to continue to talk to our young audience out there too. I want to say this: you're searching for a place you belong. You want to know where you belong. You belong with God. You belong with Jesus in your heart. That's this right. is your home. That's right. This is where you belong. 
You've been looking for it. It's right there in 66 Books of Truth. And the world can't give you peace. Only this can give you peace. Um, you're not ever, ever going to be 100% happy all the time. But joy is a different thing. Joy is in your heart. Joy comes from knowing your future. Knowing that you're safe in Christ. That's joy. And things are going to happen. But I tell you what, over time, at least one thing I've learned, God's not going to prevent things from happening. But if you're his child, he will give you the best possible situation or scenario when it does. Get a flat tire. Oh, look, there's a tire place right there. I mean, he has done that so many times for me in my life. Um, And I don't worry anymore. My house could burn down today. And because of all the trials and tribulations I've been through to build my faith, I would go, woohoo, I get all new furniture and a new house, (laughs) you know, because at first it seems devastating, but God always brings you through it. And and on the other side, you know, he's always there carrying you. And it's just a peace that you'll never find in the world. You'll never find it from the world. In the night, there's darkness. But what takes place each and every morning? Joy. Yeah. As that light comes to shine, when it seems to be the darkest, joy. Mm -hmm. And where does that joy come from? Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And it's Woo-hoo, funny that you we're should some church up in here. <laughs> it's funny you should talk about flat tire. So I want to talk a little bit about the week I've had. Oh no! <laughs> but I did it with a Trials smile. Trials and tribulations. <laughs> so I started off this week. Uh, um, so I, I missed missed out on church on Sunday, um, which is a, it's a stinker for me because I wanted to go. <laughs> I wanted to go so bad, and um, I, I had an infection on my foot. Oh. And, um, yeah, it's, it's not fun. It was, it was making my whole leg hurt. And, uh, and then I stayed home from work on Monday because it was just, it was just so unbearable. And I was cleaning it and bandaging it and cleaning it and bandaging it. And cleaning it. it was finally, uh, uh, as of today that finally started to really heal up. Um, uh, yeah. So, but I had a lot of compassion with my, with my coworkers and things like that. When I got to work, like, they're like, Hey, I actually, you know, Kick, kick back, take it a little easier. You do this task. I'll take care of the rest. Nice. It's like, you're always taking care of everybody. You kick back and we'll, we'll, we'll take care of the rest. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> Life O'Reilly. <laughs> and so uh, at Tuesday night, uh, we recorded in the studio, uh, Rodriguez Rants, our good friend Louie. And uh, I watched yeah, that one. Yeah, he's got a new episode out now. So go check that out. Yeah. Um, it's a good one. <laughs> and um, get him out, or get, getting ready to get him out to his vehicle, and he fell. And that's how I hurt his arm. And so I'm like, ugh. And I'm, I'm like calling out to him. I'm like, Louie, Louie, are you conscious? And uh, I didn't get a response immediately. So I'm like, Louie, are you okay? And he goes, I can hear you. I'm just trying to get up. <laughs> and I was like, respond to me then. I it was kind of, it's kind of dark, so I couldn't see if he was conscious or not. <laughs> He's kind of quiet natured yeah. anyway like yeah. that. That's yeah. funny. But yeah. so, I mean, been concerned about, I was concerned about that. And then, you know, I've been messaging him every day, trying to make sure I keep up with him and find out, you know, how he was feeling. Um, and then Wednesday morning came and, um, my wife had to go to the hospital and, uh, she had to deal with some things and, um, it, it turns out she's okay. They have to run some tests and things. She's okay. Um, still pray for her though, because she, she could use it, but, uh, um, it was rough. 
Yeah. And, um, but she got some, she got the, they gave her prescription and everything. They said, you'll be all right. You just take this medicine and, and you'll, you'll start to feel better in a few days. So, uh, I was like, well, I'll just, I'll just wait for you to get home then. So I can see you for a few minutes before I go to work. Cause I don't want to, uh, you know, take off without seeing you now. Cause I know that you've been through this this morning Cause I, I wasn't able to get, cause it was faster for her to just go to med check than it was for me to travel to her. And then, so yeah. Um, and they got her in and out real quick. Uh, so yeah, they, they took good care of her at, uh, uh, at the place she went. Okay. Um, but yeah, she gets back home and I'm like, I say goodbye for the first time in the morning. And the reason I say that is because so uh, as I give her a kiss, I go out and get in my car, and I start up, and I start to pull out, and it goes, boom. <laughs> Guess what I had on my vehicle? Flat, Flat tire. tire. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> he got it. Good work, Cam. <laughs> Quadruple that paycheck. <laughs> Everybody clap for Cam. Hey, that was a good job. Yeah. He got one. (laughs) I think it's making him so happy right now. (laughs) So yeah, and so I think uh, I'm like, oh, this is this is this is wonderful. Okay, as so I go back inside uh, after I repark my car, and uh, I say, Laura, I guess what uh, I need to take your car. (laughs) I was like, but I'll take you get your medicine first. I want to make sure you get that, and then then I'll go. take your car to work. And so we, the first farmers we pull into, we walk in and it said online, it said they were open. We walk in the door and guess what? They're closed. They're closed. <laughs> Luckily this is beach Grove and everything's really close. So we just go two blocks over and there's another uh, pharmacy. Thank you, CVS. I know you're not a sponsor, but thank you for being open. Their pharmacy opens up earlier than Walgreens. And <laughs> I'm a Walgreens fan. Hey, <laughs> yeah, but the, they had the earlier pharmacy, so I'm going. This is where I'm at we're this week. We're consumers, man. <laughs> the bottom line is we're consumers. <laughs> Thank you for the the capitalism. And yeah. <laughs> but then we get up there and, and to the counter, and then the lady behind the counter, and she was very perfectly nice. But she says, "Sorry, it's going to be like half an hour." And I went, "I'm never going to get to work." <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but it didn't actually take that long. We did a little bit of like picked up some bottle of waters and some. Uh, chocolate to take care of, make, make sure that Laura had some stuff to make her feel better as she stays home by herself and rests up, you know, cause I, I didn't, I didn't want to leave her. She was like, no, I'll be fine. I just need some rest in the medicine. And uh, so I finally get her back home, get to work. Work is actually okay. That was like the, the best part of my day. Everybody was really super nice. Things were going super well. And then I get a message uh, in the afternoon that my good friend's uh, sister passed. My goodness. And I knew it had been touch and go a little bit off and on, but like she had made really good progress. She was eating and she was doing better and she was up and talking with everybody just, just a few days before. And so I was like, man, (laughs) what else? And, uh, I I just, (laughs) I was just like, I don't know what you're doing here, but this is enough. Yeah. This is enough. God. Yeah. I, I know I can't tell you, but like, uh, this is my limit right here. Like, don't, no more. Yeah. <laughs> you have reached the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and I just, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to deal with this in measure and know that he's got a plan for this. Uh, maybe it's just for the story to happen so that you hear it. Like you see me right here. I'm good. I'm smiling. Yeah. Eh? That's joy. Yeah. Cause I know that God's got control of it. Yeah. I know that he's taking care of, all that. Yeah. 
Yeah. You still got to get the tire fixed, but you know, things will happen. Things will happen and go that go that way. And uh, it's the weekend now. Yeah, <laughs> finally. Right. Still got plenty of things to do to, to do before I ever even get to my tire. So, uh, just schedule fills up. So yeah. that's just how it is. I'm a busy guy, but <laughs> yeah. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Um, so today was today was uh, much better <laughs> than than the rest of the week leading up to it, but uh, we made it. <laughs> I had a week like that too, and you just tend to go on autopilot at some point. Don't think about it. Just do. Um, but I did a whole lot of praying this week too. Like Lord, I can't take anymore. And even for tonight, like running behind getting my message prepared, I didn't have it prepared until today. And I, it's not normal for me. Like a lot of things have had to slide, and I don't like that. And I don't like going on vacation next week to the mountains and having to leave other people. <laughs> With stuff that if I were here, I would be doing. Um, that's hard for me too. Yeah, um, I'm the same. Yeah, I, it's I don't I I tell people I don't feel like it's a control issue because I know people who want to control everything and then complain because they have to control everything. And I prefer to work with people and bring them up and delegate and get them you know their feet wet and just work them through growth. But times like this, I can't do it. And so it's just been a lot to carry um, with work, a lot of stuff going on. Um, but, but again, you know, just doing a lot of praying, Lord, give me the words to say, like, help me, you know, speak through me because I, I, I don't have a brain at this point. I'm just telling you, all I don't know how you feel after a week like that, but I don't have a brain. It's mush. <laughs> and sometimes we just have that. Well, there are bright spots in, 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 in a week like that too, though, because... Um, well, with, with Monday, I had time to have solitude. Yeah. So I was by myself and just me and God, I didn't do it. I didn't watch a whole lot of TV. I just did I was a lot of just praying and, and just, just thinking about things I could and should be doing. Cause I, I couldn't, I couldn't get down here into the studio cause it was hurting too bad. So I'm just like, all right, well, I, I, I don't want to watch none of this, this uh, garbage on television or anything like that. I, I don't want to consume that. I just, I, yeah, I just took the time. And, uh, with Tuesday, I mean, um, yeah, the, like I said, the coworkers are really nice and give me that uh, when I got, when I got home, I got to spend time with Louie and hang out with him and, and we recorded even though he's hurt now, but, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> we got that time together and, uh, and, it, and it made us actually talk a little more. We, we talk all the time anyway, but it, take, it made us talk a little bit more with each other this week and, and keep a little more in touch. So that was positive. And, uh, you know, uh, I had a little heavier focus on my wife because she had that adversity this week. So I was, I was giving her more attention than I would normally. And, and, uh, good. that was a, it was a positive thing that came out of that and, um, was able to encourage her and having the flat tire. Well, that gave me an opportunity to spend some time with, well, yesterday morning, my mom took me to work. And then today, both my mom and my dad took me to work. Felt like I was back in high school. <laughs> um, you served but, as the Metro today. Yes. <laughs> he was a dad taxi. Um, but uh, he, he's, he's phenomenal conversation on the way to work. So, I, I, you know, it, it, in the grand scheme, like everything. Worked together yeah, for good. Exactly. Right? To them that love the Lord. Yep. Yep. So, you know, I, I could have I could have been like, I could have went to work and be like, oh, woe is me. And I had all this stuff happen. And wah. Mm-hmm. But like, um, 
you know, with when I came, I came home early on Wednesday because of all the, all the things going on. And then I got a text message from uh, a guy who used to be my neighbor and um, I got to spend an hour and a half with him this week. And I, I haven't seen him in over a year and That's I, and funny. I, and I love, I love him to death. And uh, it was, it was good to see you. I know, I know you know who I'm talking about. I don't, I don't I'm not going to say his name cause I don't know if he wants me to say his name or not, but it was good to see you. Um, and I know he's going to be watching this episode soon enough. So, um, cause we talked know, about that. All of that is what I was talking about with faith. Uh, after you've built your faith so much and God has, you, you start to see these kinds of things happen. You, when they, when you're mature like that in your faith, when things happen, you just kind of laugh about it. Cause it's like, God's got this. And I, I've already experienced, you know, devastating times and he's always come through and made it better in the end anyway. Um, so that's just building your faith. And that shows a maturity to me because you're finding all the positives. People who don't have Christ can't do that. Yeah. Things like this happen and they just get more and more and more and more angry or despondent or depressed and in themselves. They don't have anything else to look at, but that's where the peace of God comes from. But it, it turns out that one of my other coworkers this week was, he was also going through car troubles and, and um, <laughs> it was funny because um, in order to go home, we, of course we had to be picked up. And so uh, my, my wife <laughs> was picking me up at the same time his girlfriend was picking him up and we're just like, all right, dude, see you later. <laughs> and it was just such a surreal moment. Cause it was just like, this is, this is, you can't write, you can't make this up. Right. This is, this is. This is like this is a living skit right here. We're we're living it right now. That's funny. Barney and Fred at the at the quarry. Yabba do. Yabba dabba do. That's good. That was a great television show. Yes. How was your week, Sterling? Um, I don't know. It's been a week. I mean, it's the thing, same things that have been going on for a while still. Yeah. Job situation. Uh, just kind of hands thrown up kind of thing, waiting for that to fall through mm-hmm. or not fall through or whatever, whatever's going to come through for that. Yeah. And then uh, some earlier this week, we had some hard times. Let's put it that way. Uh, got through those. Today, though, was weird. Or last night, technically. I couldn't sleep. Like, couldn't sleep. Like, no matter what I could do, there was something else going on. Oh, did you hear my smoke detectors going off in the That's house? That's what it was. Okay. That's what it was. It was like yeah. two o'clock in the morning. I knew there was this high pitched ringing. So. Yeah. No, um, I don't know. I just couldn't go to sleep. So I, I mean, I've been up since yesterday. Basically, I laid down today and tried to go to sleep, but I was still awake. Um, finally, did fall asleep and had one of the weirdest dreams I've ever had in a long time. That brought up a lot of old memories. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad being one of them and like this weird peeking through the clouds kind of thing. Hmm. So good. But it was weird. It was like in times dream. The whole world was, well, lack of a better word, going to crap. Mm-hmm. And everyone was turning on everybody. Hmm. Oh, Sounds okay, familiar. cool. Yeah. Uh, the world was being destroyed by us because we're just dumb. And there was only like a few of us left. It's like, okay, whatever. I don't know where this is going, but okay. 
But then it was not just people. It was like things were turning against us, like appliances, social medias, you know, or vehicles, whatever. And then it went to animals were turning against us. I'm not sure where that ties in, but things were just kept evolving and progressing. And then AI is dangerous and come on, you can be wrestling with a lion in the water. When you both see a alligator, you're both like, oh, crap. Uh-huh. It's getting ready to get dizzy. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, And then these these beasts flew in. These winged creatures flew in, and one of them landed. This is where it gets kind of, kind of really weird. Uh, and it landed, and I don't know what it was supposed to be, but it had, like, fins and a tail and more fins. Now, the only thing I could think is it landed on, came out of the river, Landed on the beach. Okay, that's weird. People were like worshiping this thing. Okay, that sounds kind of like Revelation possible. Have you been in Revelation much at all? No, I haven't. Not recently. I mean, it's my favorite book, but I haven't. Not in, I don't even know how long. It's been a while. Sounds, yeah, sounds eerily similar to the book of Revelation. You've got the beast that came out of the water. And if you've got anything that's winged, it could have been the locust that had the scorpion's tails and the manes like horses with the lion's teeth and all of that, so yeah, it's so gonna take a twist. It's gonna be real because this is what threw me off. I was like, oh, because I was relating in my dream. I was like, oh, okay, I know what this is. And all these people were like, oh yeah, we gotta go worship this thing. And I was like, no, I don't think you're supposed to. So I like went back to this in my dream, went to the scripture. And I was like, oh, it doesn't say that. And like, no, yeah, it does right here. And they all went and started worshiping these things. So I went anyway. I was like, oh, what's going on? What is what is this thing? And I get there and it's my mother. Okay, and she's like this thing, and she's got these horns and everything, but she's she's got her hands on her head. This is so strange, but like a white cloth that's going all the way down or whatever. And like, yeah, you got to put ointment and lotion and stuff. You know, but she was in so much pain. She was talking directly to me and that's hard anyway. Yeah. It's because she's going through a lot of stuff right now. So I was like, well, I'm not going to worship her. She's my mother. I love her. So I started praying for her. So I prayed for her head. Like, I just kept moving down her body. Like, I pray for this, or I'm thankful for this. You know, I'm thankful for you raising me. I'm thankful for giving birth to me. You know, like, even got to her feet. I was like, I'm thankful for all the places that you went for me and, like, the things that you've done. Like, on and on and on. And and that's when my dad popped up, coming through the clouds, like, just smiling. And, like, I don't know. I don't know. But it's been a, it was been an interesting night, crazy morning. But, yeah, that's been my day. So, I don't know what it means. And you can't let that go. It's so deep. Right? Yeah. You've yeah, been, I mean, you've been thinking about it all day, haven't you? I have. And I, I don't know who the people were with me. So it was like <laughs> a really tall guy, super strong, and then a woman and her daughter. And it wasn't my it was like my family, but I was there helping these people. And then the, the fact that it was just so tied scripturally to things, too. It's like, what is it? What, why now? Because, like, I haven't seen and I haven't been in Revelation. I haven't seen anything that's going on. What, what is, I couldn't sleep. It's yeah. so like, okay, that's my first thing. What are you trying to show me now? Like, am I literally trying to just, as people would say, oh, you're just processing things through your dreams or whatever. There seems to be a lot more there than seems that. Like very yeah. vivid imagery. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hollywood's going to look at this and goes, good golly, I don't think we've done a movie like that, have we? <laughs> if we haven't, market it quick. <laughs> yeah. have Get you, on it. Have you guys all been having trouble sleeping lately? Mm-hmm. I have too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm broke, so it's I'm always that way. <laughs> well, I... I feel like god keeps waking me up and i'm praying when i'm waking up like it's odd lately 
it's just, I never had that really before until I would say like the past three months. It's every night. Yeah, what's, what's, what's been happening? 2023 just has, I'm going to say the, the pimple's about ready to pop. I was think it, that would be the best that, analogy. That teeter. Yeah, well, because, I mean, we came out of 2019, and pretty much from we've just seen this, this I won't say the shift hasn't already been taking place, but those that know the Lord can see it so much. I mean, it's, it's, it's fast. It, it, the light switch has been turned on, and you get to see everything that's going on and just how corrupt and people are just, they're drinking the Kool-Aid mm-hmm. yep. and, and you're just like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Just because Jim Jones said to doesn't mean you, you got to drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. And we'll just say today's Jim Jones is the Democratic Party and so sometimes you like political elitist. Is, is tell them, well, say, hey, that, that Kool-Aid's bad for you. Do you know that? And they go, oh, and they put the cup down. But then yeah. other times you got to, you have to full on just grab the cup and pull it out of their hands and shake them. Stop drinking this Kool-Aid. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go a step further. I don't think it's just the Democrats. We got no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's why I said, that's why I the said. The elitist party. The, the elitist, elitist party. Because I mean. Uniparty. Uniparty. Because uh-huh. realistically the government as a whole hasn't been Hard. taking care of us. Um, to, to say the least, it was never designed oh. to, to run the way it's running now. And that's the scariest part right. of everything. And just the simple fact that we're in this process and everyone's going, well, you're wrong. You're wrong. We're Americans. Let's start arguing with those that we supposedly voted for putting in power. At what point have they done anything for you? Right. And if you want to go through and say, well, you know, when I was on COVID detail sitting at home, I got an extra $600. Glory be to me. No, the glory. No, that's not glory. That's We're paying that, for it now in the you're, you're paying. They're just giving you your money that they right. was taking from you anyway. It's not a gift from the government. The government doesn't have a magic pile of gold. You know, they're not the leprechaun, regardless of what they want to try to claim. Um, so... It, it's it's time for the take take the blinders off, open your eyes and see. And um, Eli, um, the movie Elijah, really good example. A black man that was blind, done a lot of kicking butt in that movie. Check it out. Um, and the beautiful thing at the end, and this is what I heard. I haven't had a chance to see it yet. Um, which is shameful on me since I'm... Was that the book of Eli you're talking about? Book of Eli. That's yeah. what it is. Okay. Book of Eli. I was going to say, Elijah. this sounds like the, the plot of the book of Eli. Yeah. <laughs> Elijah is what popped in. Yeah. It was the book of Eli. Well, Eli, which I would assume is short for Elijah. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, when it got to the end, and they were all after one thing. They were all after the Bible. The book gets destroyed, but literally he sits down and basically just starts at the beginning and starts quoting for, in essence, a scribe, the the Bible. Yeah, and he, had it, he had it memorized. He had it the memorized. The most powerful book. Yes, the most powerful book. And the problem is, yes, it's still the most powerful book. For as it is the one book the world will fight against more than any other book. Oh, yeah. It's because it's truth. Because it's the truth. And in the end, the truth will set you free. Who is the, the truth? 
the word. Who's the word? Jesus. Jesus Christ is the word. Jesus Christ is the truth. And he is the only way for salvation. Oprah's got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Gates has got it wrong. Soros has, got, yeah, Soros has got it wrong. Um, <laughs> George Soros looks like the the emperor from he, uh, from uh, Star Wars. Come to the dark side. <laughs> yes, that's that's what he wants them all to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, so. and his and his good buddy uh, Klaus Schwab. Yes. So there's, Which is there's Hitler reincarnated? If yeah. I believed in reincarnation, I, I think that Hitler and Stalin had their had a test tube baby, and it was Klaus Schwab. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and there's probably some some Mao Zedong in there too. I'm yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Well, with all that stated, you may have, I guess if we were going to ring the bell on who had the most interesting week, that might just be it. Just in the dream alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you pretty much had the book of Revelation di- dialed in. Um, I guess if I were to analyze anything, here would be my two cents on the two ladies. Babylon. There was two sides of Babylon. There was Babylon, the religion, and Babylon, the financial. And uh, so. Well, financial is about to fall here. Yes, yeah. and it's about ready to get really stupid. Yeah. So and they're going to introduce something. I don't know if you guys know this. It's going to, they're going to introduce something called the CBDCs. Those is crypto uh, currency yeah. um, that they're going to place on uh, little things called graphene chips, and they're going to implant it on a. Uh, the, the places that they want to put it is a uh, also a book of Revelation, by the way, Sterling. They want to put it on your uh, right hand or your forehead. Yeah. Have you yeah. heard that Fed Now is going live tomorrow? I believe. And do you know what FedNow is? FedNow is a takeover of the banks. So what happened with Silicon Valley Bank, it crashed, they bailed them out. Um, they're promoting it and marketing it like that. It's a government organization um, that is hooking into all the banking systems. Wink, wink, the government's going to help. Yeah, and 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 here's how they're marketing it. Instead of your transactions taking 30 minutes or a day, it's going to be immediate. Yeah. We were like, okay. Yeah. We were like, um, okay, so I'm okay with waiting 30 minutes or even a day or maybe even two days. You know, I, I don't know why that's a big deal, but that's how they're marketing it. But what they're doing behind the scenes is connecting into the banking systems. You know what else is immediate? Cash. Yeah. Oh, but there's <laughs> I don't know if you ever held a 20 and then gave it to the guy behind the counter and then they gave you change. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty instant. They can't wow. count change anymore, but that's <laughs> yeah. beside the point. Well, but according to them, at one point we were running out of change, but yeah. that, that went to the wayside. I don't know where it went. Yeah. But, it's but back. did you hear the news this week that the state parks now are not accepting cash anymore across mm. the nation? Doesn't surprise me. That's the first step. I don't you know got, if they've got enough people to man the the gate anyway. Well, but people said, you know, you had a box, you just dropped it in and went. But that's uh, and, and, but these CBDCs, this is that's why they're railing so hard against the other cryptocurrencies that are out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Because those are the currencies that are going to keep you trading finances freely. Yeah. With it's yeah, I know it's it's a little bit like the wild wild west. So you got to be careful what you what you invest in. But as the last bastion of freedom uh, in finance, uh, but that goes with with your point that finance is is on its way of, of falling. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know what kind of 
safeguard rails that can be put on that. Hopefully, you know, it can it can it can last. And 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 like I said, with the uh, with the religion thing, where the young people start stepping up and realize that there's more of them, if those things work in tandem, things could be turned around. And and I hope and I pray that that's the way it goes. But you know, I hope and not, pray it does too. But we got parents taking their kids to drag shows. This is the bullhorn. Got, Come with us. Yeah. Come with us. Yes. We got that happening. We got you know people lining up to get microchipped already in companies. There's one in Canada that rolled it out. We've got the whole government in Mexico that's already been microchipped. Every like the advertisements and some YouTube stuff I've seen, they're saying, "Yeah, it's a great thing." And now they've got a palm one, where you just wave your palm over something in it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what these CBD. That's how. That's how they're going to sell these CBDCs. Is they're going to, um, you you're you're literally going to use use your face or your hand, and that's how it makes transactions. Um, so because people think that they're going to over like the no. the whole thing or just okay <laughs> he was telling five minutes over the family portion okay cool yeah because we're getting ready to go over and we're already kind of in the pol- pol- political portion anyway we've been running um, politics the whole show come on <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's 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 etched in there yeah that's uh yeah. come and go with me to my father's house song yeah exactly um but with the uh with the cbdc's uh they're, they're probably going to get the young people uh, in on it because they're going to say oh you're going to feel like a jedi you get to wave your hand and, you know, and, um, yeah, it, it's, it's not magic guys. It's not magic. Yeah. It's a mark. And yeah. so, um, speaking of things that are, are putting their mark on the culture, uh, unfortunately, um, when we talked about, uh, TikTok in recent history and, uh, um, the, uh, the, the trans culture that is birthed, um, coming from the New York post this week, we have, um, there, there was, to, to preface this real quick, just before I read the title, there was something called the Trans Day of Vengeance. It was planned to be in Washington D.C., and they were going to um, supposedly just rally and march. Rally, or I, th- I thought they were supposed to go all but, thug life. But they, they want to, yeah. They but they were, were, but it also came out that also came out that they were going to be firing upon those who didn't. So it's like there wasn't enough to start shouting shouting us down. Oh, so only one show to the party, us. and that was the one down in Nashville. Apparently, okay, okay, and that'll bring us right into the story. So thank you for the segue, Dad. Uh, Not a problem. That's why I'm here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so the, segue, man. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> That's not on the soundboard. You didn't miss that one, Cam. Not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> no capes. <laughs> so the Trans Day of Vengeance rally in D.C. canceled over credible uh, threat to life after Nashville school shooting. Um, a transgender activist group has called off its planned Trans Day of Vengeance rally in Washington, D.C. on Saturday due to a credible threat to life and safety. Um, the Trans Radical Activist Network also known as TRAN, ironically, uh, which organized the rally uh, announced Thursday that the, the threats were uh, that threats were sparked by social media reactions to name uh, uh, of the previously uh, scheduled demonstration outside U.S. Supreme Court. The April 1st protest uh, was planned weeks before Audrey Hale, who was who was transgender, gunned down three uh, nine-year-old students and three uh, three adults in a private Nashville grammar school. Uh, it was the Covenant School, but it was a Christian school. Uh, it was uh, it was definitely targeted 
um, definitely targeted for, for it being Christian. Um, the, uh, there's a quote here and I'm, I'm not sure who's, who's actually saying it, but, uh, um, it says the safety of our trans community is, is our first priority. The, uh, this threat is direct result of the, the flood of raw hatred directed towards the, the trans community after the Tennessee shooting, um, uh, individuals who had nothing to do with the heinous act have been subjugated to highly serious, uh, threats and blamed only because of, uh, of their gender identity. This is one of the steps in the, uh, the supposed genocide, uh, I'm going to put that in your quotes. Uh, and we will continue our efforts to protect trans lives. This is, uh, I don't know who's, who's actually speaking there. Cause it doesn't actually say all life there. matters. Um, but there's no trans genocide. You're, you're not in a camp. No, nope. right. we're not lining you up and going, let's just take them. It's, it's not gone. happening. Right. It's yeah. not happening. Definitely. You are delusional just as you are delusional about what gender you are. Cause you were beautifully and wonderfully made with what you were born. Male or female. Because that's all there is. That's all there is. One race, human. <laughs> Just as you were beautifully and wonderfully made, and you're delusional if you think you're, thinking, think you're anything else, the genocide of trans people is not happening. Because mm-hmm. where's the proof? It is in the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot, of, off the roofs and, a lot of know. genocide is happening in the Middle East. Yeah. Yes. Because they're also right. throwing Christians off the roof in the Middle yeah. East. So yeah. it's... They're equal opportunity. Yeah, equal Mm -hmm. opportunity murderers over there. Um, Not not all of you. Be careful labeling yourself. We're just going to (laughs) say. Yeah. But it's not happening here. No. It's not happening here. Right. And really, you've got a bigger voice than you've ever had if you uh, identify in this erroneous erroneous way. Mm -hmm. If you identify in this erroneous way, I'll go ahead and say it. You have a bigger voice than you've ever had. Mm Mm-hmm. and unfortunately, it's due to a, a, a Chinese spyware app called TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, and the schools. the The name of the group's uh, protest sparked outrage following um, following the massacre, and uh, including from Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, who claimed Trans Day of Vengeance represented the threat uh, of Antifa-driven uh, trans terrorism. Uh, and I, I think she's right. Yes, completely. I think she's right because um, a divided America is an easy conquered America. And, and I've talked about this in the past before, like wh- why they're trying to divide us up because they know that we actually have more in common than we do yes. uh, separate. As, as far as just just straight up talking about U.S. citizens, there is more that binds us than there is that separates us. And I'll tell you this: I'm anti-corruption. So Absolutely, yes. I may not agree with your lifestyle if you're trans or you're gay or whatever, but when it comes to corruption, you can be, you can bet your bottom dollar I'll stand shoulder to shoulder with you when it comes to uh, scooping out the the corruption that is in our, our government systems, yes. financial systems, and otherwise. Yes. All day long, every day. Mm-hmm. I had this conversation earlier this week with, with someone who he, he assumed that we were on ep- uh, opposite sides of the aisle. And, and there are some things politically that we stand uh, separately. But when it comes to corruption, we were both saying the same things, and we were both like, yeah, I told you, I'm anti-corruption, and so are you. We we have more in common than we do that separates us. And everybody I meet is like that in my personal life. What we're hearing on mainstream media, any other kind of media for that matter, isn't it the truth. 
Talk to the people around you. I don't get that same vibe. I don't get that same issue. There are people in my life I like better than others. I have, you know, distanced from people that severely disagree with me on biblical things yeah. and, and, and are vicious about it. That's yeah. not going to be in my life. I'm going to have my 12 tight and you're not one of them, right? Yeah. But at the same time, if they had a flat tire, I'd pick them up. I'd help them. Our, our division isn't as strong as they make it out to be. But, but it's becoming worse. Even I'm experiencing it. I don't know if you guys are. Because they're talking about this stuff all the time. And so they highlight and sensationalize the extremists on, the, on either side. And then you end up getting angry about it and, and frustrated. And like, I don't like them anymore. I don't want anything to do with that because they're pounding us with it. If our lives weren't like that, if we didn't hear about it all the time and see all the vile viciousness that they put on the news and in media, because they're always going to go for the clickbait. Mm-hmm. They're not going to tell you the stories that are more benign because they don't get any attention. Um, if we didn't have that, our lives would be so much better because we would be able to be more united. United we stand, divided we fall. That's what you were getting at, right, earlier? Yes. yes. They know that. That's that's why, and Josh kind of has tried to allude to it, um, in A Bug's Life, yeah. you've got the scene where, the grasshoppers are sitting there going on. It's Thanks like, for sharing that, by the way. Yeah. It, um, we've got plenty of food here. Why do we need to go back and mess with those ants? Well, there was that one ant. Well, it's, it's just one ant. It starts with one person. Mm-hmm. And if that person can rally troops behind them or them, well, it, whether it's man or woman, um, I'll say it that way, man or woman, will stand up against the machine and everyone start going, they've got good, solid points. And then they start responding in the same fashion. Then the government has nothing left. That's why they're working so hard to, to not only divide us, but bring in the laws to make sure that we can't step out and say no. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as we say no, mm-hmm. they've lost their ability. And we can start taking back. I'm not advocating for a revolt. But I know how many people it takes to do one. And what take place on January 6th, that was just people walking through the people's house. Yep. Some people Without broke weapons. some windows. Yes. Some people broke windows and there was acts of anger. And frustration. But most of those were called federal agents. Yeah. <laughs> or or Antifa in mega hats. I don't know. I'm could've I been, wasn't could have been Ray Epps. He's part yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. So um we've got a, a society that is so consumed with not looking at the big picture. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump flat out said it says, All these people loved me. They used to write me letters and notes and Tell me how much you love me. Yes. <laughs> Victory when the bottle falls. <laughs> it's almost saying, hey, you're getting over. Um, that's what happens when it's empty. It falls. That's that's life right there. When, when we're empty, we fall. Like America. Like America's falling right now. So when we're full of the truth, like this bottle over here, when we're full of the truth, we don't fall over easy. 
an empty bottle is going to fall over easy. The water of life? Yes, the you water know, of life. You know, one thing that um, coming up on Easter, right, um, the shouting from the left, I'm just going to say it, the yeah. left, the shouting, the anger, the vitriol, the attacks, all this stuff. Here's what I'm hearing. Give us Barabbas. Yeah. Yeah. Give us Barabbas. We're in that same time frame. The crowd's wanting Barabbas to be given over instead of Jesus, who committed no crime. They would rather have the thief. What's New York's DA doing? Letting go of all these felons, but yet we're going to indict Trump for a misdemeanor charge that's passed its... It's a, that that is a that is a federal yeah it's passed its statute of limitations yeah. but it's also um, dealing with fe- federal election laws mm-hmm. which is something that can only be done on a federal at, at a federal level <laughs> not at a state level. He's I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you guys I'm brought glad this up. You segued into our next I story. Share, I share the article. This is so man. beautiful. <laughs> Fan the cape. <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up because this is our second article of the night. All right. Uh, it's about. Uh, That's so why you brought excited, me here. Josh. About the man himself, Donald Trump. Coming from the Daily Wire. We like the Daily, Daily Wire, don't we? Um, so uh, Trump responds after being criminally charged. Uh, former President Donald Trump responded on Thursday to being indicted by, Manhattan grand, uh, by a Manhattan grand jury by saying that the case was an example of, of political persecution and election interference. The New York Times reported that the, the felony indictment over his alleged $130,000 hush money uh, payment to um, pornography actress Stormy Daniels was uh, filed uh, filled under seal by, filed under seal by um, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. The indictment will be announced uh, in the, it's already been announced in the coming days Trump will be uh, compelled to surrender and face arraignment. According to the report, the former president is now the first former president in U.S. history uh, to ever face criminal charges. He said, uh, and, and I'm going to go a little bit off script here because it always just sounds a little bit better because Trump, Trump on script doesn't always never sound. This is a political persecution <laughs> and a, an election interference, okay? And at the highest level in history. From the time I came down the golden escalator, believe me, at Trump Tower, and even before I was sworn in as your president, your favorite president of the United States, the radical left Democrats, and they are so left, they are so radical, the enemy of the hardworking men and women of this country, and you are hardworking and I love you, have been engaged in a witch hunt to destroy the Make America Great Again movement. It's your movement. I'm just in the way. Bravo. Where's the applause? <laughs> Cam had it queued up this time. <laughs> Good job, Cam. You just look, you just went. <laughs> was happy to I hear clapping. Hold on, hit the button. Um, so a couple of examples that uh, of political persecution that Trump mentioned in the, uh, in his statement uh, where the where the investigations into his campaign ties to Russia, 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 and his uh, first impeachment, of which he was exonerated. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, you know, the Democrats have lied multiple times. Uh, and and he, he, had a, he even had a second impeachment. And guess what? They got a big fat zero, just like Cameron's pay. They got a big fat zero. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, get, I make the same cam. So it's <laughs> Bump it up to 10%. Bump it up 10%. <laughs> and, and they still come up with everything the Democrats came up with. Nothing. It's a, what they call it's a, it's, it comes on a, on a, on a two patties and then there's a nothing burger. burger. Yeah. Mm. Delicious. Right. Cause there's <laughs> just bread. That's bread. So that's a vegan bread, a vegan sandwich, <laughs> a vegan burger. Uh, I don't think there's like eggs and milk in the bread. So oh, okay. uh, potentially. There's, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well now, okay. But if you do a pita, then, then it's just oil. Oh yeah. You can still put a nothing burger on that. Unleavened bread. Yeah. Unleavened bread. Just yes. Yeah. Lettuce. Lettuce is the bun. <laughs> Lettuce is the bun. And there's then there's still nothing in there. So yes. nothing burger. Some kind of flat so cracker in the middle. I don't know. <laughs> so easy. <laughs> Saltines. Um, and anybody who pay, who's paying attention to this case or has even taken a look into it, it hasn't gone to a little thing called discovery. Uh, and, and it's also passed its statute of limitations. So this is not going to be a felony charge. It's, it's, it's going to be a misdemeanor. And he's it, it, at most, he might have to pay a fine. Um, but... Even even then, it's still got to go. It's gonna get, still got to go to court of appeals, and then guess what's gonna happen? He's gonna win. He's gonna win. They're gonna find a big nothing again, and he's uh, discovery is gonna show that there's a nothing burger, a big nothing burger, like this witch hunt, uh, <laughs> and it's it's just not gonna turn out well for them. It's just not. Obi Wan Kenobi looked at Darth Vader and said, "Strike me down." And I will become stronger. Mm-hmm. Well, and Trump said, I am your warrior. <laughs> I was listening to talk radio. They're like, they couldn't have picked a better guy to do this to. Like, he's totally going to annihilate them. Um, yeah. And I love that. But they can't, they can't give up. They, it, it's an obsession. Like, it's like an obsessive compulsive disorder for them. They, they all loved him before he ran for president. The Trump derangement, derangement syndrome runs deep. Yes. But you know what else this does? This gives him street cred. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they can go. I, I, I took on look, the government. And yeah. I won. Look, look, <laughs> look at Martha Stewart, man. She's she's cooler now than she was before. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, that's it. He'll partner with Snoop Dogg. Well. <laughs> I think he has on a couple of things. They they actually used to be uh, chummy until uh, Trump became president. Well, actually, after he came out on the escalator, because it wasn't much longer after that, uh, uh, Snoop Dogg actually put out a music video where he uh, um, kills the an effigy of uh, of Trump in, in his music video. Um, Same so, circle, though. I never would have uh, seen him hanging out with Martha Stewart either, but here we are. Yeah. So... <laughs> She knows yeah. how to grow. <laughs> he has something he wants to grow. <laughs> she has a great thumb. <laughs> it's like this, only smaller. <laughs> She's referring to the green microphone. Yes. <laughs> the green party microphone. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. You're never going to forget that now, are you? Uh, no. mm-hmm. Sterling, I we'll have to, to find a I new. Want to forget it. Yeah, yeah new, new cover for that microphone. We have to find it like it. yesterday. <laughs> Orange. Can we use a cactus oh, instead? Huh? What? Can we use a cactus instead? Oh, oh yeah. No. <laughs> Anybody who wants to speak from the Green Party should probably get a cactus <laughs> to speak into. <laughs> the audience is cracking up. That's, that's definitely it sure good. Is. No, it, it, the whole process of this, and, and one person kind of said, the real reason is that it's not even about f- battling Trump. It's to 
to get the ultra megas people to rise up and, and do J six real and get total total crazy. Yeah, that, the, the summer of love. Though. They want us to do the summer of love. I'm mad about it because I want to do that. I, I know, and but I see, but it, this is I where think they got away with everything. So you know, I. So my natural man, <laughs> my carnal spirit wants to do that. And I'm like, I was talking to my husband last night. We were listening to talk radio and they were talking about that. They wanted us to do this, but, but look what they did to the people on J6 and then all the people in Antifa over that summer love. Totally two different standards. What, how do you fight that besides the volume of numbers standing up and doing it? You, How you, else you, do you fight it? Well, we're not going to win elections. For starters, we do have the opportunity to win elections because at this point in time, mm. I I have been around an assortment of different people lately, and I haven't come across anyone that's looking at Joe Biden going, "That's my guy. Okay. He's got my back." No one, but no is, one really was that big of him, big a fan of him last time. And at 4 a.m., a big dump dropped because I had a friend that stayed up all night and tracked it. 4 a.m., that big dump dropped, and that was not legit. No, no. All they got to do is do it again. Yeah. They got by well, with it. But the thing is, is there's, there's that little pesky thing. It's called a census. And as long as we can keep certain states from playing that game that we didn't, you know, voter suppression get past voter suppression well last time they talked about um these trumps that went to or these these votes that went to biden were i'm just not voting for trump because there was so much rhetoric against running against trump but now trump's got clout and with people that would have never voted for him ever 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 because they've seen the contrast right Mm -hmm. they've lived under eight years of obama uh, some 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 years under uh, W, which was not much better, and then they had, let's be honest, three years of Trump, where their pockets were were better. They uh, they they had jobs. Uh, they could um, put gas in their tank and go pretty darn far at, at the prices. Freely, yeah, and freely, um, life was better. Even if the even if the the tweets were mean, life was better. And they're realizing that now. If words are hurting your feelings that bad. Sticks and stones, baby. Sticks and stones. Uh, Listen, we've all, I don't know anyone that hasn't been persecuted by word. At some point, you have to see yourself as a victor, not a victim. That's right. And right now we're living in a society full of victims. Get over yourselves. Yeah. Man up. Yeah, because I hear people complain. They say, oh, is it? Oh well, they, they they made fun of me on on a on a cartoon show. So, what what is, what what does it matter? Mm-hmm. Like because people the three stooges. It. Look, I mean, literally yeah. three stooges. I mean, just <laughs> literally the title <laughs> the title alone would be offensive. Now you can't say that. That's wrong. That's wrong. He's a funny guy. No, no, <laughs> don't say the s word, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say the S word. I don't know. I feel like even in our state, the last governor election, I don't buy. Yeah, I had troubles with it too. I don't buy it. 
I think it's when people get away with something, here's how sin works, even sin. You go up to a boundary, and then you put your foot over it, and you kind of cross that boundary, and you look around and go, oh, this isn't so bad. What do you do? You go to the next boundary. Put your toe over it. Decide to cross it. Look around. Oh, nothing happened. This isn't bad. What do you do then? You go to the next boundary. They have gotten by with so much, and no one has been able to stop them. And so why wouldn't they? Now they're just blatantly joking about ice cream when a, a shooting at a school happened and kids and at a Christian school was targeted. Well, to be We're fair, that's just because cream. Joe Biden's head had been pulled off a couple times yeah. to see if he had a brain in there. That's That was a but he's Joe Biden our quote. President. It's on our shorts, by the way. It's one of our most viewed shorts. He's our president. Former Vice President Joe Biden. I won't I won't call him our president. Can't they can't give credit to that. Yeah. Yeah, there's, yes. <laughs> there's there's no victory in that. I'm just telling uh, you, when they've gotten away with so much, like my friend asked me when uh, we were talking on Monday because Trump was supposed to be indicted, what, Tuesday? Was it this, this pa- week? This, this past Tuesday, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so she calls me on Monday, and we're talking, and she's like, do you hear about Trump tomorrow? I go, yeah. She goes, how would you feel about it? I go, I don't care. Yeah. And and she goes, what do you mean? And I said, they, there is nothing more they can do to make me more angry than they've already made me. There is yeah. nothing more they can do to shock me more than they've already shocked me. There is an enemy, and I'm not even going to call it Democrats. I'm going to call it progressives because let's call it what it is. Um, There are Democrats that are good. There's Republicans that are good. Progressives are communists. Yeah, I was going to say, it's the line. I I draw a line. It's like the difference between um, liberals, like like the blue dog liberals, the the old school liberals, because they they have a lot in common with modern conservatives. Right. Uh, blue dog liberals, but it's progressives is where you get into trouble. This yep. is where this is the, that's that's the the radical and left. Everything they they call themselves progressives, but everything they present is taking us back. You don't want you don't want fossil fuels. Well, what do you want? You want to sit in there with a candle in the dark? It's oh, they, so ironic. They like everything these. they propose actually is regressive, not progressive. Yeah, they propose these electric vehicles, which Alan has covered that topic uh, yeah. at homonym. So yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, the, the gender issues. Yeah. What they're prog- they're progressive with their gender issues. Okay, all that's doing is dividing us. We were all fine before that. The, the critical race theory, SEL, whatever you want to classify it as, that they're teaching kids in school. There's an oppressor and an, and an oppressed. Dividing. The whites are always the oppressor. The people of color are always the oppressed. They're dividing us. We're going back to segregation. But it, so the, everything they talk about being progressive is actually regressive. regressive. And it's funny you should talk about that because I've seen this uh, comedian named uh, Theo Vaughn. You ever heard of him? Mm-mm. Uh, he's, he's really funny. Um, obviously he's got, he's got the title of comedian. He really is a good comedian. Uh, but he talked about this, uh, this lie of white privilege cause he was like, he was like, man, white privilege. I missed that man. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, do you really think that I would go out and take everything from you and I just don't have it? You think, that I, right. you think that I would do all that stuff to you and then move in right next door? Right. Are we going to split these plums or what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. 
I've said that too. I live in a very diverse neighborhood, metropolitan Indianapolis. My neighbors have bigger houses than I do, and they're people of color, and I'm the white one in the neighborhood. You know, it's stupid. But it's you're the Karen, stupid. right? Probably. Wink, wink, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I swear, Kareen John Pierre, her name is really Karen, and I I'm dying to put a comment somewhere and say, okay, Karen, because it she's just <laughs> calling herself Kareen. Because she doesn't want to be called Karen. Let's face it. I think she blinks. She, when she's lying, she blinks so fast. Her eyes are about to come out of her head. Um, but it's hilarious. you know what this Trump indictment proves? This is, this is pulling the curtain back further. Oz has been found out. And that's why they're living out in the open now. Because they're like, well, well pff, the curtain's been pulled back. So let's just do it. Yeah. Uh, we've we got, we got to get into that, that third story, Kim. And so um, that's, that was what I'm coming to. So, the curtain's been pulled back. That's why they're living out in the open and the lies are being exposed. And now this young generation that I was referring to before, that's now been fed up with all the stuff that they've been told. Now they're seeing it mm-hmm. and they're like, Whoa, mm-hmm. dude, people were telling me I was watching that show, faith, family and politics. And they told me, they said, Oh man, there's this corruption. It runs deep. And it's, and it's now it's just out in the open yep. and they're seeing it and they're going, I am tired of this. Yeah. And uh, someone, someone named Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez lied this week about um, uh, the libs of TikTok. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen the libs of TikTok, but it's, it's a, 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 um, a young woman named uh, Kaya Rychik. And she was basically showing what the, the left, the radical left, I should say, the radical left propaganda was all about on TikTok. And um, just taking their own videos and then just showing it to the other side. And was ridiculed for it, and then told that she was transphobic. She was doxxed too. Yeah, she and was doxxed. Death threats. Uh, I can't I can't remember the name of the lady, the lady that doxxed her, but uh, uh, if I, if I remember the, the next time we got on the subject, I will make sure and, and mention that. Uh, Cam, uh, you go ahead and pull up the, this video because uh, yeah, Kaya got to meet someone this week. Thank you. I am here outside the Cannon Building. I was here last week because I attempted to ask AOC why she lied about me in a committee hearing. She cowered away. She refused to talk to me. So I'm back here today, one week later, and I'm going to deliver her an ethics complaint that I filed for lying about an American citizen in a committee hearing. So AOC. She broke the rules. Believe it or not, there's actually rules on Capitol Hill. And 23 Clause 1 is a big one. You got to act in a way that reflects credibility on the House. And lying about, you know, a U.S. citizen certainly doesn't do that. So we're following this act. I like that, Lord. Let's go inside mm-hmm. and see if she's there. How are you doing? We're stopping off some mail for the conversation. Hi. So basically a few weeks ago, AOC yeah. lied about me in a committee hearing. Okay. So I tried to come last week and talk to her, yeah. but she kind of cowered away, wasn't interested in talking to me. Okay. So uh, together with uh, Mike from the Heritage Foundation Oversight, um, he helped me file this ethics complaint. So we filed that. And if you can give it to AOC, sure. I would really appreciate it. Thank you. And tell her to stop lying about American citizens. Okay. Thank you. I just love that. I just dropped off an ethics complaint at AOC's office, and unfortunately she wasn't there. So we laughed, and then I was walking through the Capitol, and guess who I bumped into? AOC herself. I just delivered an ethics complaint to your office because uh-huh. you lied about me in the community. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I actually 
actually just because you're actually, no, 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 you're actually super transphobic and I never want to hear speech with you. Thank you. <laughs> It says, I'll be back, AOC. That's what her little post-it says there. Uh, so thanks, Cam. Um, yeah, there we go. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> One thing, Josh, I want to say real quick yes. is we don't, We've just, I've said this many times, we've all said this many times, is we don't fight against each other. Exactly. So like our true, true enemy is... is yes, sin nature, for sure. That is definitely there, but we fight against Satan. Satan is the one that is pushing all of this stuff, so... We love everybody, right? So don't take that the wrong way. Right. Right? I feel like maybe, maybe that could have gotten taken differently. Right. It's Satan, so take that as you will, and don't think that we are attacking any specific group of people. Yes, they are the ones that are uh, affronting this. I don't know if that's the right way to say that, but it is Satan. So this, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Also, They've been don't confused. be, don't be yeah. a tool. <laughs> rent don't one. be influenced. Don't be a tool. You know? Rent one. Yes, exactly. Uh, well, and I, I, I doubt that AOC's eyes will ever be able to um, see that ethics complaint because her eyes are so googly. Um, they, um, I mean, when she's hanging out with her husband, she's got one eye looking at him and the other one's looking for him. So, uh, <laughs> you're welcome, Sterling. Take work. Take care of work at home and not at the office, and you'll keep your man happy. Point is, don't sell your soul, and maybe your eyes will stay straight. You know, um, no. <laughs> in all seriousness, uh, the, the, once again, like I said, the curtain ripped back. They're doing it, and they don't mind doing it. And this is this is exposing it. And the kids are the young kids are turning to alternative media. They're turning to shows like this. They're turning to the Heritage Foundation. They're turning uh, to to ACLJ, TikTok. Redacted, Gregory U. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, my favorite uh, Stephen Crowder. They're, they're, he, I mean, he's he he broke records on Rumble, broke records on Rumble this week. It's returning uh, uh, yeah, this last weekend. This week, it's, yeah, it, it's it's uh, the tide is turning. I think, and 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 the the evil is being exposed. Uh, even the stuff that they're trying to still put under a rock and hide. Uh, and even like what used to be considered leftist, like Joe Rogan is exposing this stuff now. Um, Russell Brand, Russell yeah. Brand. Yeah. He's all over this stuff. So, and there, there's more and more popping up all the time that are semi-celebrities or so, former celebrities that are exposing it too. So you might be on to something with that. I pray that's the answer. Um, at the same time, what happened with our generations? <laughs> I mean, I want the kids to do this, absolutely. But where were we? I, I know for me, I carry a lot of guilt because I've, I've followed federal politics my whole life and stuff like that. Not local. And mm-hmm. I've learned now how important like grassroots local elections are. Um, so I'm getting more and more involved in that. But um, I see the stuff that has influenced Gen X, Gen Z. Um, I'm starting to become more and more aware of that and researching that yeah. because I'm trying to figure out why the kids of that age group are doing what they're doing. I mean, it's like a totally black and white situation. And then I'm realizing how asleep I was as a parent of those generations. I, I was completely asleep. Um, and so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I don't carry guilt for this. 
I'm not going to say our generations don't carry guilt for this. Um, I hope the kids are able to change it. But I don't think, like, why are we, it's like Greta Thunberg. But Thunberg? Thunberg, yeah. You know, saying, you, your generation's responsible for ruining mine, you know, kind of thing. For ruining everything for mine. I'm paraphrasing again. I can't speak German or whatever she is. <laughs> the, the interesting <laughs> thing about her is she only wants to target one country. Well, she's also, I mean, well, she's not a child anymore, but she's she was groomed for uh, it. Yeah. She I was coached. That. I get that. But there are a lot of kids who feel that way. Radicalized. Yeah. If, if they're into the climate change thing. They're into they they do look at it that way. Our generations run yeah. everything for them, and now they have to fix okay. it. That was her statement. Have you heard anything about the ozone lately? No, but I'm not. The okay. point isn't well, the the ozone change. is actually closing. Yeah, and so with with that taking place, their their whole theory of of climate change, I, I I'll I'll give you climate change really fast. It changes Noah. Climate you changes. want climate change Noah. They'd but. never seen rain. The mist would come up from the ground, water everything. They'd never seen it come down from the ground. Not only did it come from the sky, but everything that was underneath the ground came up mm-hmm. to the point that the ocean, uh, the uh, the mountain peaks were covered up. So you want climate change? Climate change is what God does. Well, here in Indiana, we, we see climate change all year long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, fall and spring and yeah. summer and yeah. winter. You know. Yeah, that wasn't really my point, though. My point <laughs> yeah. was no, that no, no, generation no. blaming the older yeah. ones for what happened. Mm-hmm. And I do think we have accountability for the state we're in right now. And, I, and again, I, I we do have not to try doubt to that, that there's, there's but it. see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here in the United States, we regulate ourselves to the point that we have com- companies leaving to get away from the regulations mm-hmm. that are here. Mm-hmm. So they send the jobs over to China where they don't give a dang. Right. I mean, when they held the Olympics, they had to shut down the plants a month in advance just to clean the air. Mm-hmm. They had to shut every. No one went to you work. Should, you should hear what they do in the pharma industry over there. Well, yeah, <laughs> don't that yeah uh, Ch- China pollutes nine times the amount than the rest of the globe. One country, nine times the amount than the rest of the globe. More than India, which is <laughs> they're a heavy polluter too. Yes, but we're you know we're the ones when you it know. comes to producing fuel. If you want clean fuel, have America do it. We do it better than anyone. When it comes to um, coal recovery. We do it better than anyone. Yep. The the when they go through and they they strip mine and or blast mine or anything, ninety nine percent of the time, you've got an environment that is equal to what was there because that's how we've got it set up. Um, up in Alaska on the coal mining, or not coal mining, gold mining, um, they have to recover the land equal to or better. So when they strip all that old dirt off, they'll strip the dirt off. That dirt will go over into one spot, and then they'll do all the other. So they'll create lakes, ponds, and kind of prairie lands that will all be seeded and everything. And um, so um, kind of check that stuff out. We are more environmentally friendly than a lot of people give us credit for. And here's the other thing. We spend so much time on um, being arborists. 
tree huggers Mm -hmm. than we are of green prairie lands. Mm -hmm. We will plant a tree that isn't native to our state because we like the way it blooms. Mm -hmm. Why? And then we get all these invasive species, and we're concerned about that now. We've got the Asian carp, and we're concerned. Well, if it ever gets to ever gets to Lake Michigan, everything's shot. So with that stated, we'll we'll stay in line with the task at hand. Yeah. And 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 protect your home. Protect your home. What's in the immediate range, right? Yes. Protect yourself. Um protect Dad, yourself, protect your family. Um protect you those mind, that you love. Um leading us in closing prayer. Yes. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this evening, Lord. We just uh, cannot thank you enough for the blessings that we've seen through the week. We've, we, we even thank you for the struggles that help strengthen us to make us stronger people for you, Lord. Just give us a boldness to step out and do your will. Just as Christ said, your will, not mine. We ask all of this in Jesus' blessed and holy name. Amen. Amen. Uh, that was my my father who closed the prayer there. His name's Gary Moore. Go go subscribe to his channel. More on the more. Hear about the Word of God. That came up really quickly. Cam, go ahead and get, toss his name back up there. Yeah, Gary Moore. We've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, uh, our, our one of our favorite guests uh, to have, and we're ha- happy to have you again this week, Crystal Rosati. Rosati. Thanks, Josh. Um, and did you want to talk about? Uh, any, anything in particular coming up maybe sure um we so i'm with a group called purple for parents of indiana if you don't follow us please join and follow us on we're on facebook twitter we have our own um, website etc cetera, etc cetera. so look for us purple for parents of indiana um we have a big event coming up um april 22nd and it's called rsvp america restoring purity and social virtue in america um, we are trying to get those events across all states. Um, so if you're interested, um, you can reach us at P4PIND at gmail.com. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we'll be doing a little bit of a partnership ourselves yeah. with, you, with your organization. So I'm pretty yep. excited about that. And just, just, be on, just keep a lookout for that. Um, and then next to me, we have a perfect producer, He's, he's always perfect. He says he's not, but he's always perfect. They don't say that. I'm not saying that. He's That's what perfect. they tell me. It's what they tell me. I'm not saying it. They tell me he's perfect. Perfect producer. Sterling Metcalf Allen. Yay. Glad to be here. Thanks I, I didn't see his name come across the screen at all. I don't get a name. A whole 10 seconds. I missed it. Oh I got 10 seconds. One more for me. Fame. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That was a flash. <laughs> they call him the flash. <laughs> Cam's just mad because you're, you know, premier. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 if it was a subscription service, you're the plus. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's... Never mind. <laughs> that's not a good thing. I don't think. <laughs> Only if it's Disney. <laughs> that's the only problem if it's Disney. And then there's Josh. Yeah. And then there's me, <laughs> your host, Joshua Cummins, reminding you to uh, stay in trouble. Okay? We'll see you next week.